episode of Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, crass, and kicking ass. Hey, people, I'm Angie Bailey. And I'm Susie Schubert. And today we're in the ladies' room as usual on this fine Monday. And on our agenda today, we're talking about not our guilty pleasures, our unguilty pleasures, because seriously, why on earth should we feel guilty about liking the things that we like? Exactly. I mean, that's ridiculous. It is. I don't even understand that. I don't even, that doesn't even equate in my head. No, no. The thing is, like, people, you feel guilty because you're afraid of what other people think. I guess, yeah. So, screw other people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know either. I mean, honestly, I, of course, me and my research, I had to look up why it's actually called guilty pleasures. Like, where did that even come from? And apparently the term started with a New York Times reference article way back in 1860. Ooh. Yeah, and it was a reference to visiting a brothel. Huh. So that makes a little more sense. Yeah. That it would be a guilty pleasure. Right, right. <laughs> but the fact that it's now become something that, you know, you have to be embarrassed about liking what you like. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's just not right. It's just shaming. We're not about shame. We're not about shaming. Absolutely no. not. And we're going to share some of our yes. unguilty pleasures in a little while and hope that maybe we can inspire you to feel unguilty about the things that you love, that you're afraid to shout to the world. <laughs> Proclaim it, baby. Proclaim, own it. Own it. So anyway, yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about a little later today. But before we get started, I want to know all about your poop. All right, I'll tell you about my poop. What I loved especially about my niece's wedding is that it was the most refreshingly uncomplicated wedding that could possibly be. Like, it was in this beautiful place that was very simple, but it was very old looking. And it was that whole kind of shabby chic thing where... um, you know, the walls and everything were brick and it wasn't especially like perfect. You know, the paint was kind of off and mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain the concrete, but there were like all these chandeliers hanging from the ceiling, but they were all different kinds of chandeliers. Like they didn't all match. Nice. And it was just such a cool place. It was warm, um, but not ostentatious at all. Mm-hmm. And then they served for their dinner. They had uh, breakfast foods like brunch. Yum. Yeah. And it's because they both just, that's like their favorite meal, I'm assuming. They didn't say why, but I'm assuming that's what it is. And so, you know, seven o'clock at night and we're eating scrambled eggs and French toast sticks. And Yum. I know. And I was like, what a great idea. What was really amazing, too, is that the entire ceremony, I think someone timed it and it was like six minutes and 47 seconds. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So they went up there, they said their vows, they exchanged the rings, they kissed, and it was done. And it was like, this is the way to do it, people. I mean, obviously, if you want to share personal vows and light unity candles and all that stuff, you do you. Mm -hmm. But I just, it was so refreshing in the day, in the age where everything is so over the top and people spend so much money and they get so caught up in like, Oh, you know, if we don't have the perfect this or that and whatever, they get hung up on that. so expensive, too. Yes, exactly. And they ended up just doing, you know, exactly what a wedding is supposed to be about. You show up, you say, I do, Mm -hmm. the end. That's what I loved about our wedding this last summer. It was so simple. Yes, exactly. You know, we said our vows, we kissed, and then people came and we had cake. Yeah. It was good. I know. So it was perfect. But... 
And, you know, not to take away from that, because, of course, it was perfect. But the fact that a young person right. is okay with doing that. You know, uh-huh. this day and age, you hear so much about young people, how everything has to be over the top and too much. Nope. So that was really fun and really refreshing. And I really enjoyed being a part of it. And um, the other part I really enjoyed was the hotel that my sister-in-law put us up in was the coolest. It was called the Consbruck Hotel. And it's like over 100 years old. And there's only like, five, I think it's five rooms in the whole hotel. Mm. And it had exposed brick, exposed, exposed <laughs> brick in the rooms and things. It had a huge whirlpool tub. And it was so funny because my daughter was with us too. We had two beds. And so, you know, she slept in one bed. And she, we went in and looked at that giant tub and she was like, my God, I'm sorry, you guys. This is really romantic. Because, <laughs> of course, none of that's going to be going on when oh, she's in the room, you know? So it was really funny. But, um, yeah, so I'm like, of course, going, this place has to be so haunted. I mean, I didn't get oh, any yeah. creepy vibes when I was there. Uh, in the room, it was so beautiful. But, I mean, come How on. could it not be haunted? How could it not be haunted? And, actually, the first night we stayed there, I just didn't sleep very well, you know, between the core man snoring, <laughs> which is a constant <laughs> thing. And just, you know, when you're in a new place, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't sleep as soundly. And so I kind of woke up at like two o'clock and I'm laying there and I'm thinking, I smell gas. And that was a little scary. Not like a fart gas. No, not like my husband's gas. <laughs> <laughs> but like that scary gas. Yeah. Which, well, his well, can be yeah. scary too. <laughs> anyway, it probably won't blow up a house. At least that hasn't Hopefully. been proven yet. <laughs> Um, so then I just thought it's my imagination. And then like at four o'clock, cause I was still kind of awake all of a sudden my daughter's like, mom, mom, I smell gas. And we were f- just freaking out. So we tried to wake up the core man to get him to s- sniff, <laughs> sniff the wake gas. Up and smell. Well, wake up and smell. And he was so out of it. He literally walked into the door. Like <laughs> I think he was going to open it or something. And he walked right into it. <laughs> like, it was crazy, but he's like, it's fine. And he goes back to sleep. And yeah. we're just kind of looking at each other like, okay, right. Like now we're supposed to fall back asleep. She looks at me and she goes, well, mom, if we blow up, I love you. Oh, God. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> so we're trying to settle in and all of a sudden I hear rustling over there and I look up and she's sitting up and she's looking all, picking up her pillows and everything. I'm like, what is going on now? She goes, I'm hearing dripping. I'm like, dripping? Mm. She said, yeah, I heard it earlier. And I didn't say anything or I, again, just thought, oh, I'm just imagining it. But she said she heard and felt like if water was dripping on her pillow Mm. right next to her ear. And of course, there wasn't anything there. So we're like, what is that? Haunted AF. Haunted blood. Like invisible blood dripping on her pillow. (laughs) I would not be able to sleep. Well, again, I didn't get any creepy vibes in there, but that was a that was kind of an interesting little twist. Little, little twist. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So I, lots of excitement and uh it was just really fun. Really nice to get away with the family. Aw. Yeah. Yes. So there's my poop. Then how what is your poop? Well, first a question, would you and Corey have gotten in the tub if Vivian wasn't there? Hell yeah, we would have gotten in that tub. <laughs> That thing was like, it was hilarious. She turned the, Vivian got in the tub Uh and she turned it on and it sounded like a jet airplane was taking off in the room. It was so loud. It was hilarious. But man, those bubbles. And it had this huge, um, like a panel that you could 
push all the buttons and make all this stuff Ooh. happen. I don't know. It was super fancy. Yeah. So that was sort of a wasted opportunity. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, Damn, wah. kids. I now know. we're back to empty nesting again. Yay. With no whirlpool tub. Yeah. Wah, wah. Well, that can be on your on your wish list. Corman can make his whirlpool tub if he farts in it. Oh, yes, he can. <laughs> Except then it won't be very... Uh, after he's had enough pork nugs. Then... <laughs> that will not be an aphrodisiac. <laughs> <laughs> Take a lot of bath bombs and that shit. Yeah. Talk about bath bombs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lordy. So anyway, so uh, my poop is about uh, tiny houses. Oh. I'm fascinated by tiny houses. And I watch a lot of the shows, streaming shows about tiny house living and that sort of thing. And there's a big part of me that that's appealing to only because it's, just so simple. There's yes, not a lot so to think efficient. about. There's not enough, to, and you don't have things that you don't need. You really have to make conscious decisions about what you need in your life and what you don't need totally. in your life. And when we downsized um, here, we went from two apartments to one apartment, which was a two bedroom, and now we've downsized again to a one bedroom. Mm-hmm. And we had to make really big decisions about what we wanted to keep and what we wanted to get rid of, including like family heirlooms that Chris brought over from New Zealand. And just, we had to really make big decisions. But then once we're in, we're like, oh, we didn't need it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so yesterday, uh, Chris was sweeping the floor and mopping and things like that. Yeah, my my man man. servant. That's hot. That is hot. (laughs) So anyway, I was saying, gosh, how awesome is it that it takes no time to get this place clean because it's so little. Right. And... He and I, like, we have a bedroom. We can close the door if we want our extra space or whatever. But I just realized, like, oh, my gosh, I could probably do some form of tiny house living. I think it's, like, is it 500 square feet? I think oh, 500 that, square feet There's, like, under. the rules that makes it a tiny house. Like, Yeah, right. And But, you know, I love my washing machine and dryer. You know, I, yeah. and some of them do have yeah. that and that kind of thing. And they're also like a shower or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. There was and one house. Yes, there was one house where the toilet was in the shower. <laughs> like or on the outside. So you're That's like RV living. It is. I don't know that I could do RV living. But, but it's, it's the same kind of thing. Kind of, I don't want to be on the run, though. No. No, I mean, <laughs> on I the get run. cars like, on the lamb. <laughs> I'm on the lamb. Well, they don't have to move, you know. Yes, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. And they have, um, like, you can have plumbing and whatever in your tiny house. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. So anyway, and when we get our condo, we're going to upgrade to a two-bedroom because it's going to maybe be our forever place. Right, right. We want to have that extra room. But honestly, we don't need anything extra besides that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was going to say, too, like be the devil's advocate. So in this building, though, you do have other spaces to get away to. Exactly. So, you know, because you've often said how you love, they have so many cool amenities in this building, you guys. But there's like that little lobby area where you can sit and you have your little coffee and then the pool area. So -hmm. there's lots of places that you can get away and just have a change of scenery if you want Do you yes. think you would miss that? Uh, well, I think if we... A lot of the condos we're looking at are kind of similar buildings where oh, they okay. have like extra rooms and some of them even have like um, like conference rooms that you can reserve. Oh, yeah, but I'm talking like about the tiny house thing. Oh, the tiny house thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I probably would. 
Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I do like the idea of getting away. I like, oh, I love having a pool. You know, I just, I love all those <laughs> well, things. Well, you know, you can put up one of those little blow up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And forget about farting in a tiny house. There is no getting away from that. No, shit. there's not. No, no. <laughs> Didn't I tell you about that article I read about someone was making fun of the yes. tiny houses? Remember? Yeah. And like how you'd be the first one to die in a zombie apocalypse because <laughs> they would just sh- pick it up and shake you out of the windows. That's true. That's so true. With your one pot and one pan that you would have to wield the mop. I know. Exactly. And your hot Mexican farts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And they were talking about, she was laughing about how some people actually have like kids in those tiny they do. houses. And then like, how do you have any sexy time? You don't. That's like olden day living. Like, don't mind us kids. We're just going to like that's, do it right in front of you. That's <laughs> right there. Right? Yes. If the comforter's knocking, yeah. don't walk over here and look. I mean, what the hell? You know? <laughs> exactly. Yes. I, yeah. If Sticks my nightcaps are rocking, <laughs> I'm knocking. <laughs> Just shut your eyes and sing Sh- skip to Maloo. <laughs> Stick some of that cotton in your ears that you found off the cottonwood tree outside. <laughs> Just don't use my fiddle. <laughs> Ma's using my fiddle. <laughs> Seriously. Oh gosh. Yeah. So there. Yeah. There's that. And I couldn't do it with kids. That would just be too much. It would yeah. Be, yeah. But and even pets. Like yeah. I think it'd be hard even with your two cats. Yeah. I mean, you would have to do a litter box somewhere. I'm like totally squashing Angie's dream. You're squashing my tiny house dream. <laughs> but it's one of those things that like it almost ties into what we're talking about today because it's sort of a guilty pleasure to have a little house because I feel like so many people I know, like including you, like, you know, you, you've upgraded to like a bigger house or, you know, a lot of my friends have, you know, the houses that they raise their kids in and things like that. Yeah. And I, secretly, I really enjoy it. But well, then yeah. you worry about, are other people going to think oh my badly God. of us? Because we've got a little apartment. But I'm like, I love this little apartment. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say that's a guilty pleasure for you. You're being all efficient. I'm the one with the so-called guilty pleasure. You know, here we were going to oh. downsize and we moved into this giant house. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It does make me, it makes me feel anxious to think about cleaning that house though. You know what's crazy? I love that house so much that I don't mind cleaning it. I love cleaning it because I'm just, I love that house. It's like, it's like, it's like my lover. It is. I will bathe it. You have a three way with the house and Corey. (laughs) Talk dirty to me, house. Talk dirty to me, creek, creek. Come on down to my basement. With the toilet, the random toilet in the middle of the room. Oh, my God. Oh, I love it. But anyway, so speaking of unguilty pleasures, I'm going to talk about something that's a real pleasure. <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you, smelling my pits has been a real pleasure for myself ever since I discovered Lumi. <laughs> Lumi. I'm doing it right now. Oh my gosh! God, guys. they're so freaking fresh. I gotta tell you, I took the stuff to my wedding. Uh-huh. Even with all the wedding fun that is had, I and then I didn't shower the next day because we got in the car and we just left. I got home that day and I'm like sniffing the pits. Nice. I smelled like a rose. Oh my gosh! Yes, I agree. I I today got my first um, delivery of my Lumi deodorant, <gasps> and I also bought soap. Yes, that soap is heavenly. So sudsy, I can't wait to use it. Uh, Yeah, but what's cool is that this deodorant uh, is—it's all natural. It's cruelty-free, aluminum-free. 
baking soda free, naturally scented and vegan. And one thing that Susie and I learned is that even if it's a natural deodorant with baking soda, that can be a real irritant. Yeah, I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, me either. So I thought it was pretty cool. And it's 72 hours coverage for your pits and your stinky bits. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's some serious... I mean, again, like I said, dancing around, doing all stuff, sitting in a stuffy car. You know, sometimes you get kind of sweaty in the car in the sun. Yes, exactly. I'm amazed. Yes, exactly. So, you know, if you'd like to try it and be as amazed as we are, you can go (laughs) to our website, femininehijinkspodcast.com, and click on the ad, the link on the ad. Yep, yep. And the cool thing about it, too, is if you go through our website to get it and click on the link, you're automatically entered into a drawing to win free Lumi product every week. Damn. Damn. You're smelling good and you're winning. Right? Yes. So we highly recommend it. I mean, obviously, we are using it and we can tell you authentically, Mm -hmm. this stuff is great. We love it. it. So now we're going to get into our vagenda. The vagenda. We're getting into the vagenda. Climb into the vagenda, ladies. Yes. It's time to talk about unguilty pleasures. 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 Pleasure. So... Once again, Sue's doing her research. I thought, okay, typically I think when people talk about guilty pleasures, they often are thinking about songs that they like or music they like, um, movies or TV shows that they like to watch, and foods that they like to eat. Those to me are kind of the things I feel like are the most, I don't know, Things that stand out as a guilty pleasure. Mm -hmm. So I did my research, got online, and typed in what are the top five guilty pleasure um, examples of each of these things. So I have not, um, Ange hasn't heard any of these yet, so this will be a fun surprise. I'm waiting with bated breath. Can you think of, Ange, what might be one of the top five guilty pleasure songs? Um, I'm going to see if you pick one of the ones on the list. Okay. <laughs> oh, can you think clue? of one? Um, well, actually, it's by um, a band in the 80s that were two guys, and it was really a popular song, and it still is popular. I feel like people still listen to this oh, a lot. Oh, Wake Me Up Before You yes! Go-Go? Yes, Wham! Yes. Wham! So apparently Wham is a guilty pleasure. Wanna Be by the Spice Girls. Uh-huh. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I love that song. I do like that song. Yep. Yeah. Don't care what anybody says. Who let the dogs out? Woof. I can't stand that song. <laughs> you can have that. All right. Yeah. You know, it's one of those songs. I mean, honestly, any of these songs I'm sick to death of because uh-huh. I've heard them a million times. But I'm not embarrassed to say that I enjoy these songs and have enjoyed these songs at different times. And when they play them at weddings, you're out there on the dance floor. (laughs) Totally. Um, What Would You Do by City High? I don't know that. I don't know that either. I'm wondering if you guys out there have heard of that song. I actually played a little bit of it. It didn't sound familiar to me at all. And then the other one is that Baby Baby song by Amy Grant. Baby Baby. No. Yeah, so I don't know. Would you add anything to that list? I mean, again, these were just literally the first top five things that just popped up. So that's what I went with. But there were lots of articles that had like the top 50, you know, probably built the city would be Uh one of them. Right, right. And my fucking Rickroll song. Oh, my God. That's horrible. (laughs) No, they're going to. 
bring you down or whatever he says. Yes, bring you down. I don't know what he says. Uh, I don't listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Can I you think of one? Um, you know, I love ABBA so much. You I think love that's a guilty pleasure? Queen. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, I, I suppose uh-huh. disco. Like a lot of people like, like to make any, fun of disco. Yeah, any kind of disco. Or I suppose. Yeah, anything from the Bee Gees. <laughs> But I love me the Bee Gees. Quality poem. music. Okay, so top five movies. Oh, how about um, is uh, Beaches on there? No. <laughs> <laughs> what a total tearjerker. Legally that Blonde. was the most depressing movie. No, I think actually Legally Blonde is considered sort of a cool movie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like it. Well, here's what I found. My The number one that came up made me so happy, Con Air oh, with Nicolas Cage. God. And I was going to today and I forgot because he should be a part of this um that was in 1997 have you seen that I think probably when I came out I actually own it you do and I am here to say I freaking love that movie Nicolas Cage looks so deranged and crazy have you seen him he's got like that long hair (laughs) it's so and what's that guy's name? Buscemi. Uh, what's his first name? Steve. Yeah, he plays like kind of a Hannibal Lecter guy. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's so ridiculous because, of course, I'm... it involves like a oh. plane crash into a like a controlled plane crash. It's so dumb. I think I've like archived that movie <laughs> plot. Okay, Deep Blue Sea from 1999. I remember that, but I never saw okay, it. Okay, who doesn't love Samuel Jackson? Oh, he's I am wonderful. not going to be. The coolest thing about Deep Blue Sea, and I'm going to say spoiler alert. So anybody that still hasn't seen that movie from 1999 and wants to watch that movie, um, you know, I don't know, turn your volume down for a, a minute or something. Because the thing that's great about it is Samuel Jackson obviously is like pretty much the biggest star You know, he's kind of one of the leads. And about a quarter of the way in the movie, he's dead. He's standing making a speech and a giant shark comes out of nowhere and grabs him down into the water. And I got to tell you what, it's one of the scariest moments I have ever experienced in a movie. And I'm one who loves scary movies, but I'm deathly afraid of anything large, dark, in the dark water. Uh So when that thing comes up, it is such a surprise. You have absolute, there's no music. He's given a pep talk to people, and it just comes up inside, like in one of those, what do they call those, those holes that are in like... Um, like an underwater thing, like it's a building, but there's a hole that goes down into the ocean and the pressure keeps the water from coming up. A submarine? No, but I mean, <laughs> it's the hole in the bottom of the floor. It's I'm sure it's called something. Oh. Anyway, so this, this shark comes up and grabs him. It's scary as hell. Oof. So anyway, that's considered a... A, a guilty pleasure. Um, Anaconda from 1997. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't even realize. I've never seen that Is movie. Is that John Goodman? No, no I don't that's think the so. That's Spider movie. Have you seen Anaconda? No. I have not either. J-Lo's in it and Ice Cube. Oh <laughs> and Eric God. Stoltz, who I love. Eric Stoltz. He was, wasn't he? Um, he was in Mask. Mask, yeah. Mask. yeah. That was a great movie, actually. Okay, Over the Top, 1987, was Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I think anything with Sylvester Stallone is probably considered a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I think so, too. Ooh. Except maybe Rocky, of course. I mean, that's classic. Oh, yeah, that's classic. But any Rocky over, like, two or three... Definitely, I think, would be considered a guilty pleasure. <laughs> and then the last one was Who's That Girl 
1987 with Madonna. Madonna. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen that. I've seen Desperately Seeking uh, Susan, but I don't I think don't I've think ever seen Who's That Girl. No, me either. You haven't either? No. Wow, that's a is me. No, I have so, not. All right. So if if any of you love these movies, you're supposed to feel guilty about that. But don't. But don't. Okay. So top guilt top five guilty pleasure foods. What do you think is gonna be oh, one on there, Ange? Um bread or yeah. ice cream. No, can you believe neither of those are on here? I would have picked donuts because of course that's my favorite guilty pleasure Pasta? food. Pasta? No. Pizza? Yes, pizza's on Cheeseburgers? here. Cheeseburgers? Nope. All right. So French fries was number one. Oh. Hot dogs, number two. Uh-huh. Cookies, three. Pizza, four. And energy drinks. Ew. I never drink energy Me drinks. Me either. I've had one sip of one ever in my entire life. Oh, it's God. Gross. I think I'm too anxious. Like, that thing would send me through the roof. I know. You know what is, like, a huge thing, which I know I've heard of, but, like, vodka uh-huh. and Red Bull. Yeah, totally. What the hell? Uh-huh. I feel like that's got to be the worst possible combination for you. Well, it keeps you up. But then it also, you know, gives you that buzz. That I know, but that seems like a total oxymoron that is just horrible for your body. Oh, of course it is. It's terrible. <laughs> it's like drinking Drano, probably. Oh, God. So anyway, there are, according to the internet, mm-hmm. those are what we should feel guilty about. Mm. Enjoying. So I'm putting up two middle fingers to that. Exactly. So, Ange, what for you would be your top unguilty pleasures. Like, what do you think if you told people you liked, people would make fun of you or look think less of you? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I got a couple here for you. One of them is Hallmark movies. Oh, my God. That's so, so cheesy. But, and the thing is, I don't seek them out. But if I happen to land on one or catch a part of it, I am sucked in. Totally. And they're the ones that you know exactly what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. It's like the formula. Absolutely. Like, you know, city girl moves to the small town, (laughs) fish out of water, falls in love with, like, the local lumberjack. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. Especially if they're holiday movies. Totally. Then I am all Oh, my God. My friend Justin Jones did a movie, and it was that total Hallmarky thing. And he was great in it. And it was really fun to watch. I really enjoyed it. Oh, totally. Um, So that... um, you know, bad reality TV, especially <laughs> things about cults and diseases. <laughs> when you're like enjoying another people's misfortunes. I know, seriously. <laughs> if it is something that's like mental or physical, or I'm just fascinated. Yeah, by it. well, I love it. I think you're not alone with that one. I for know, sure. I know. Oh, and then 70s light rock. Oh, yeah. I love me some bread and some totally. Jim Croce and Carol King Agreed. and Joni Mitchell. Yes, yes. I don't like Christopher Cross as no, much. No, and I'm not a Joni Mitchell. I love Joni. And I can't stand, uh, I almost said Phoebe Cates. <laughs> Phoebe Snow. Who, what did she sing? Um... Did she do Poetry Man? Poetry, uh, man. poetry man. Yeah. <laughs> She's got that like, <laughs> vibrato that just makes me want to go through the roof. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I that, that I mean those are like probably my top ones. I like trashy magazines. Oh yeah. You know, or um and, and I taking two hour long naps. 
Oh, it's the best. It is the best. You know, sometimes I feel guilty because I should be doing other things, but then I rem- remember that it's self-care. It is self-care. And then I get my, give myself a pass. And then ice cream. I'll tell you, I can I keep ice cream in the house? <laughs> because I we Chris and I had both bought, because he doesn't eat dairy, so he had some soy ice cream. I had some regular vanilla ice cream. This was a few months ago. Mine was gone in two days. He still has his in the freezer. <laughs> I'm telling you. You're I, like my daughter. Oh, I can't handle it. I have to have it. And that's so funny because that is, I enjoy ice cream when I have it, but it's probably the last thing I think about if I want a naughty treat. Really? No, no ice cream. Mm-mm. Oh, interesting. Oh. But I will say Cherry Garcia is my favorite. Oh, that's I think. good. It's my favorite And like ice Izzy's cream. ice cream or Sebastian's. Like oh, any yeah, of the, any like of the really fancy good ones. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I know. I hear you. So unveil your pleasures. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, like you, I love the 70s music. Um, I would call it like Yacht Rock. Yes. I love to listen to Yacht Rock. I never get tired of that. Uh So that's all those cheesy, not necessarily from the 70s, but just like cheesy love song kind of Uh whatever that people like to make fun of. So for sure. Um, Binging on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I don't care what people say. That's what I do every night. Every night I watch TV and I don't feel guilty about it. Oh, we do too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know some people are like, oh, that'll rot your brain. Well, then let it rot away. That's my escape. Uh I love it. I've already told you about watching Lost a million times. Horror films, Mm sci-fi. I love all that shit. Um, of course, nerdy stuff like Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones. And I'm not talking just the the shows or the movies. I read the books, people. <laughs> I read the books. I get tattoos. I am, like, so into these geeky, like... People think that's cool, though. Well, I think they do now, maybe some people. But I've also had people kind of make fun of me because Aww. they're like, that is so nerdy. And I'm like, oh, is it? Okay. I don't even care. I, lo- I love it because you are just who you are like unapologetically well yeah especially when stuff like that i mean yeah i didn't wear a cloak to the premiere but i'm oh but (laughs) and of course harry potter like i still love that and i'm sure some people would be like well that's a kid's book i don't give a shit i love it um i already outed myself with mcdonald's Uh total guilty pleasure um video games Ah. i love video games talk about like i love naps too but I even feel more guilty myself if I'm playing a video game uh-huh. and when I should be cleaning the house or something. Yeah. But the funny thing about me is I only like video games on my computer or a computer or my phone. Uh-huh. Like I am addicted to Cookie Cats on my phone <laughs> and the Harry Potter game on the phone um, because I because I'm old. <laughs> I hate the actual controls. Oh, I can't do those controls on the PC or the Xbox. Oh. The core man bought me Skyrim. Love him for that. That's like this very popular um, game. And of course, I love it because it's like Lord of the Rings. And you can actually like drop shit on the ground and go do uh, go to another part of the like world and come back and that shit's still there on the ground. Oh, my god! Like, how do they write that shit? Oh, it's total it. medieval and really cool and role play. I love all that stuff. But I can't work the damn <laughs> I just can't get it down. And my kids laugh at me so hard. So, Corey, actually, we actually have an old PC that we can play like the really old Harry Potter games. Uh-huh. They're so pixelated and bad. And I'm up there playing those games. Oh. I'm like, yes, I got another bean. I got <laughs> I love that. That's adorable. So there you go. Shopping, of course. That's mm-hmm. a guilty pleasure. Eating donuts and drinking beer. Mm-hmm. And um, I like prunes. Do you? I, I don't <laughs> mind dried prunes. 
Well, yeah. I, well, I don't think you eat. I mean, what are pr- what dry, prunes are dried plums? That's, That's what, what they are. are. Yeah, yeah, I don't like prune juice. Oh, I love prune juice. Now, I don't eat. I don't actually think about it a lot. Like, I don't buy prune juice. Uh huh. But. I'm one of those people, like, bring it on. I, you don't have to be constipated and 80 years old. You can put some vodka in it. Oh, you know what I used vodka to do? Vodka prune juice, please make it a double. Back in my 20s, this is so... I'm just remembering this. I would go to the grocery store and buy baby food. I would buy prunes, a jar of pureed prunes, and eat that. Ew. And I loved it. I love prunes. Yeah. There, I right. said it. I like McDonald's, and I like prunes. Oh, that's good. It keeps you regular, both of them. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, my it. God. Well, that's cool. I, well, I don't think you should feel guilty about any part of it. Yeah, and I don't think you should either. No. I refuse. Uh-huh. Do you ever really feel that way, though? No. Have you ever felt I mean, bad? Yeah, I mean, I think especially when I was maybe a little younger, you know. Yeah, like you're, embarrassed to tell somebody. around cool people, you know. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't want to say that I like this song that we're hearing, you know, when we're at Subway and they're playing some, you know, <laughs> Baby Emma Want You or something like that. I, <laughs> Which is, someone please explain those lyrics. But anyway. Baby, I'm a need you. I'm a need you. I'm, I'm a, a Those are the real li- lyrics, by the uh-huh. way, people. Oh, by yeah. Oh, for Look sure. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so I yeah I, I I guess that's probably the only time I really felt guilty, you know. I, yeah, I don't know, and it's especially around music and stuff. I think people are especially judgy about. Yeah, music. you're so right. They are, uh-huh. and I I definitely think that's one of the wonderful things about being middle aged is mm-hmm. you do definitely reach a point where you don't give a shit what no. people say, even if they're like, that is the dorkiest song or that is the dorkiest book or uh-huh. whatever. You're like, yep, and I love it. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know? I, 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 why can't people just let other people be happy? Yeah, and, and like what they like what without they being judgy about it. Right. I mean, it's like you're pissing on their parade. I mean, right. if you're a serial killer and you love to kill people uh-huh. and you find pleasure in that, yeah. okay, then maybe you should feel a little guilty about that. You might that. feel a little guilty. Although <laughs> and I might judge you. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. other than that, Baby, if it's not... I'm a judge you. <laughs> And that's the thing. I think it comes down to if you have a pleasure that doesn't hurt anybody else Uh -uh. or offend anybody else, there is no reason to feel guilty about it. Right on. That's Uh, a fucking men. Perfect way to end this episode. Right. And if you love to swear, like I do, I don't feel guilty about it. I know when to say fuck. And when not to say fuck. Yeah. In fact, there's these earrings that someone's going to get. Um, she ordered a pair, and I'm like, I need those, so she's going to order me a pair. They're like these ridiculous big plastic earrings, uh-huh. and in really pretty writing on it, it says, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need those. Oh, that's so funny. And uh, it was funny because our boss was standing there, and she just was laughing, and I'm like, I'm not going to wear these at work. I promise I will not wear these at work, <laughs> but I have to have these like going out some night. I'm going to wear those, because you would never guess that's what they say until you got really close. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's customer uh, appreciation day. Right? Fuck you. <laughs> well, what do we have on the burner for next week? What do we have on the sizzle? On the sizzle? For shizzle. On the George Foreman? <laughs> 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 All right, so next week, this is going to be so much fun. We are going to reveal, Angie and I, what we would choose to have with us on a deserted island. Mm. Is it a desert island desert or a island. deserted island? I what th- do you say? 
Well, deserted island means nobody's on it. Yeah. Desert island means it's a desert, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And how can it be surrounded by water if it's in the desert? That makes it's no sense. It's an oasis. <laughs> it's an oasis. I, uh, We're uh, stranded on the oasis. What would you bring with you on the <laughs> deserted? On the lanai. On, we're going to be out on the lanai on our <laughs> oasis. Yeah, so it's like if you're on an island and you can only have specific things, uh-huh. what would you bring? Yeah, and we're going to have categories, and so and, and we're not going to make this especially easy for you. No, and we're not going to make it real-time, like, yeah. okay, you can't have a cell phone on the island because it's going to run out of battery or whatever. Right. You know, we're not going to get that picky about it. You can't have your coffee maker because there's no electricity. Yeah, this is not based on reality, folks. No. Because, you know, we're not planning on stranding ourselves. Stranding? Stranding? Stranding ourselves? Stranding? It sounds weird. On a desert island yeah. anytime soon. But, know. you know. Yeah, yeah, it could happen. <laughs> You want to be prepared. <laughs> right? Always yes. want to be prepared. Oh, my gosh. Well, as usual, you can find us every Monday with a brand new episode here on Feminine Hijinks. And you can listen to the episode on our website, femininehijinkspodcast.com. And you can also download and listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under Feminine Hijinks Podcast. And you can look for us on Patreon and uh, support us for as little as $3 a month. And you can find a link to that on our website as well, along with a link to the Lumi deodorant. Everything you could ever want, everything, everything. you could ever need is at FeminineHijinksPodcast.com. And you don't have to feel guilty about any of it. No, you don't. No, absolutely right. not. This is your best on guilty pleasure. <laughs> now get back to work. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, we'll see you next week, everybody. Have a good one. Yay. Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye-bye. Bye.